0: Welcome to the SUP Podcast with your hosts, Louie and Moitze. Every week, we ask each other what's up with our businesses. What are we struggling with? What's going well? And what interesting things from the world of bootstrapping do we have on our minds today? Follow along, and if you like what you hear, support us by leaving a rating or review in the podcast app of your choice. On with the show. How are you?
1: Everything's a little bit chaotic after the holidays, but I'm doing very well. Thank you. What about you?
0: Yeah, it's been a long day. I quite spontaneously decided that next week I'm going to go and live in Lisbon for a couple of months. So yeah, trying to sort that out now.
1: Whoa. Okay. Interesting. So are you doing this in the middle of the pandemic? Is that even possible?
0: That's the thing, right? Where I am now, I have to move out by the 20th of January.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: And Switzerland isn't in a great place. It's a a half lockdown right now.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Portugal is similar-ish from what I've seen. Mm -hmm. And it looks like being realistic, the next two or three months, I'm going to have to move somewhere and then probably not see many people for those two or three months anyway.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So if I'm going to have to move, why not just why not do it to somewhere else yeah Just,
1: it's the same thing yeah.
0: I'd rather I think I'd rather be in a plane than in a big train anyway so
1: yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> that yeah. sounds ex- exciting but I know the stress that comes with moving house and everything totally get that yeah you know?
0: yeah and I can't really justify going on holiday this year so I thought hang on if I'm gonna move somewhere anyway why don't I go somewhere where it's like 15 to 20 degrees near the <sighs> sea I can go for a run yeah
1: I support that idea. I'm a summer kind of person as well.
0: Yeah. So what's happened with you since the Christmas break?
1: Okay. Yeah. So I thought that I'm going to have all this time off during the time off that I took. And I did have time off from Super Spicy Media. However, the online store that I launched, I think we talked about it in the last episode that we recorded before the holidays. That took off way faster than expected. (laughs) We launched it on 8th of December and like after a week we then recorded our episode and I was like so thrilled because in one week we generated $200. Uh, Now it's been almost 30 days since the launch and we're now at I think 5.6k revenue it's been quite crazy. We've been getting tons of orders every single day. I thought that this was going to be a side project that I work on during the weekends. And now I work on this for at least a couple of hours every day. So it's great. So that's a big update. And now what I'm trying to do is just figure out the, the working process. How can I optimize this work a little bit? So, because Super Spicy Media is still you know, what I do. And I want that to be my priority. But I still want to explore the potential of this online store and see how far I can take it. Like right now, our Instagram following grow. We're almost at 1000 followers right now.
0: Awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. Congratulations.
1: It's been crazy. The goals are definitely bigger than than 5k a month. But still, I think the progress that we've made is, is quite fantastic.
0: Yeah, that's a very good sign. So where are the sales coming from then? Have you been doing ads? Are they just word of mouth?
1: It's th- That's what's been fascinating to me. When like in the middle of December, I was looking at the analytics and everything was coming either from Instagram or word of mouth. And then it started switching uh, to organic as well. So people that are Googling for these products, they came to our page. And that's when I decided to start doing Facebook ads, and I want to start doing Google ads. And immediately after I implemented those, we started getting even more sales from cold audiences. Yeah,
0: that's so exciting. That's such a good sign as well when there's a lot of word of mouth happening. Yeah. And for people who don't know, it's smudging stuff, right? Yeah. So native it, to Slovenia. Not native there, but it's for people in Slovenia
1: mainly. Yeah, it's yeah. not definitely not native here. So <laughs> it's, yeah, it's essentially, it's called smoke cleansing. So in case anyone wants to check it out, it's yoursoultime.si. And pretty much everything's sold out right now, but <laughs> we're waiting on new stuff. So it's on its way.
0: This gives me such like flashbacks to to our jewelry e-commerce store in 2014-ish. It was exactly the same thing. We were always out of stock, always like struggling to get more back in, growing via word of mouth. It's a lot of fun though.
1: Like I said, when we were discussing this first on our podcast, I wanted to explore this and see how it works in the background. Because I'm not really familiar with e-commerce like I know in theory how it looks but it's so different when you do it and a lot of things to think about it is just it's fun learning about this stuff
0: yeah for sure one thing we've seen especially as you you, (laughs) it takes up more and more time out of your day right like the manual stuff Mm, and one of the nice things about this kind of business compared to maybe other businesses is that there are a lot of people college students stay-at-home moms people like that who Mm -hmm. would love to take on some of this work and are really well like qualified for it and do a really good job of that it's harder to hire for some other roles i think but for this kind of stuff it's super easy to find really good people
1: yeah yeah and that's that's on my to-do list as soon as we optimize the processes a little bit ourselves uh, because we're still you probably know how it is but we're still struggling like It's really interesting to learn about these things uh, and to see how e-commerce businesses operate.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's just a fun thing to do, right? It's like a a change of pace.
1: Yeah. 100%. So what's been happening with you? That has been my long update, but now I'm (laughs) eager to hear about you because I know that you have some things to share.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I only really have two things I I think to share. So I've, I've given you the big news, which is that I'm moving next week. Other than that, yeah, it was, so my plan, which we talked about was to take Christmas basically off working on Sparkloop and to spend it getting the Sales for Founders course ready. I always had planned to launch again in January and the plan was to take those two weeks off, just finish some bits and bobs there for Sparkloop, still have to do customer support and everything like that, of course, and then the plan was to get everything ready for the Sales for Founders launch. So one interesting thing that I saw was and maybe this is specific to to our like okay. creator audience, yeah. But for some reason this year, people didn't really take Christmas off, New ah. Year's. Okay. I was just swamped with calls and people trying to get this set up for the New Year right. all the way through. Like on the twenty third, I had four four or five hours of calls with customers.
1: Whoa. And,
0: I had people book in on the 24th. I didn't even
1: think. To,
0: yeah, I didn't even think to like because I, I knew like most of our customers are in Europe and and the US and just to have everyone doing business as usual was pretty crazy. Yeah. But again, it was nice because we didn't see a, a big slump at the end of yeah. December as we, like we we thought we might do, and we're happy with that. The good news. So I know you're going to get very angry at me for this, but. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did launch the, I, I opened early bird access for the sales and founders course. So mm-hmm. the actual course launches on the 18th and people can go and sign up and get access right up until the 18th of mm-hmm. January. But I opened up with a, a very small discount with a $50 a $50 discount. I opened up early access on the, I want to say on the 27th of December. Oh, wow. So I think it was the, the Monday, maybe it was the 28th. And I ran that through until the the Monday, so the 4th of January for a week. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really know what to expect. The full course hadn't been open for about half a year. So I knew there were probably some people on there who were excited. But then again, I did open it like in a very small scale in September and got way less interest than I'd expected to. I hadn't really emailed the list very much. Mm -hmm. So I did one or two emails to warm them up. And the self Founders podcast had started again. So there were some new people from that. And I was like, yeah, I, I don't know what's going to happen. The course this time around is way cheaper than it's ever been before, which last time I tried that was a really bad thing. <laughs> it didn't work out well at all. Yeah. No one bought it basically. So I was like, yeah, if I can make four or 5K from this launch, I will be super happy. And in the early bird week alone, I think it was just over $17,000 in revenue.
1: Wow. Yeah. Congratulations. Is, that's, thanks. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm really happy with that. It's when I run the cohort, like the boot camp thing, mm-hmm. which is normally about $2,000 a seat. I limit that to 10 places. So that's roughly the mm-hmm. amount that I make from that as well. But this was all like the people were paying between 150 and, and $300. Wow.
1: So considering that you mentioned that Considering that you mentioned that last time, I think you mentioned that you opened in September, it wasn't as good of a launch as it was right now. Are you able to, or are you willing to share the numbers so I can compare, or we can all compare your September launch with your December slash January launch? Oh,
0: there's nothing to share from September really. So what I basically did was I tried to make the community the thing. And I said, I'm not running like a course specifically but you can join the community. You get access to the course material that I've created and that I will create in the future. And that was, I think I said that was going to be $199 uh, mm-hmm. and you can join whenever basically. Oh. Uh, and there was also okay. a boot, uh, like a bootcamp cohort, which was just under $2,000 for people to join, mm-hmm. just like hands-on one-on-one coaching for 12 weeks. Got so it. Okay. The The boot camp that always does fine. However many slots I have, basically nearly always gets filled, but I think I had two people in total by the community thing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: as in two sales. So
1: okay.
0: <laughs> it, was, it was a real, it definitely wasn't worth the time even <laughs> hooking it up to make it work. I think if I had to guess why this worked so well compared to that, I'd say it's a mix of, on the one hand, I've been posting a lot more sales stuff on Twitter. mm mm-hmm. And I've just grown on Twitter and found my voice there as well. A lot more since September. So I did a 25 days of sales, like an advent calendar thing with lots of tips that people Mm -hmm. were seeing every day. And and I think a lot signed up from that and found that very interesting. And I think, you know, that was one of the big things that just people were really waiting for me to launch something. Right. I got one guy who, who emailed me a screenshot after I launched. He was like, look, this is literally the screenshot of my notes app that I'm writing now. And one of the, like the thing he was in the middle of writing was wait for Louis's course to launch on sales oh. so that I can pay if it's under a thousand dollars. And I was like, damn, why, why did I say 150? This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that, I think that made a big difference. And the other thing which you're going to hate me for is I think I did a really good job of capturing the motivation to make 2021 a better year mm-hmm. and to build a business at the start of the year. Mm-hmm. And
1: so, yeah. yeah,
0: Yeah. So
1: something you thought was not relevant for me <laughs> <laughs> to push for the science of Facebook ads.
0: <laughs> yeah, but no, definitely. I, I think I, I owe you a, a, an apology for that one. No, I I'm,
1: I'm super happy for you, actually. I think that's a fantastic start of a new year of 2021. Yeah, super happy. Congratulations.
0: Thanks. Yeah, now I've just got to deliver the, the actual yep. course itself. Yeah, and then from the good news onto the, the less good news, I had something happen to me, which was a real shock this a couple of days ago, actually. Oh. So I love giving people feedback. I love helping people in the bootstrapping community and also more and more in the newsletter creator community. And I'd basically been helping someone who was an indie hacker, who was interested in newsletters. And they were running like an info product, like a blog and a, a podcast around newsletters. And we had been talking quite a lot and they were just beginning and I'd been helping them and we sponsored with Spark that we sponsored their their podcast and their newsletter and stuff and they were the whole time they were I think on the lookout for a SaaS business to run right and so <laughs> a couple of hours on okay. calls and in dms and stuff just going back and forth and trying to help this person work out what the best kind of what the kind of best angle and the best kind of business to go after was and explaining and the easiest thing they thought to do would be to compete with Sparkloop and and copy us basically.
1: Yikes that's yeah yeah, that's a betrayal if you ask me. (laughs) The
0: the funny thing just quickly is we get people every week I'm not joking it is every week we get someone who signs up for a free trial of Sparkloop wants to get in a call or a demo or something then cancels they have a tiny list and then uh, announce somewhere like product hunt or indie hackers or I-, I don't even know where right they announce they're building something similar yeah and it doesn't bother us firstly because competition is, is always going to happen yeah but secondly like they, it never works out, right? They, it, it's such yeah. a superficially easy product, but it's, there's so much going on behind the scenes. Like we, we had to hire someone really expensive to help us just because the, the actual infrastructure underneath it is, we are handling a lot of volume and a lot of data moving from a lot of different places mm-hmm. uh, very quickly. And it needs to happen almost instantaneously. So it's not like someone can come and like, threaten us in a matter of a few months anyway mm-hmm. so we don't really mind about that and it's a free world but yeah spending that much time like becoming I would say friends and then not even telling us yeah. they were doing this and us finding out from basically from other places after they would publicly announced it and stuff was yeah it shocked me a little bit yeah. it, it made me glad because the rest of It made me glad that I was shocked because the rest of the bootstrapping community just doesn't act that way. Mm -hmm. So in a way, there's a positive from it, right? That it's, yeah. yeah.
1: Did you confront them on this topic or not yet? Or like, what's the situation there?
0: Yeah, I wouldn't say I confronted them. So I just asked, I I saw it and I was like, hey, are you, is this what I think it is? Why didn't you tell us? That's uncool. But I, in a really nice way. And I did post on Twitter that someone had done it, but I, made, I was very careful to make sure that no one could work out who it was unless you were very close mm-hmm. to us, basically. So I definitely didn't like publicly out them or anything like that.
1: Yeah. And what was their response? If there even was a response?
0: Yeah, that's what really bummed me out was the doubling down on it.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: basically the idea, yeah, it's a free world and we can go and do this. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, you can. But, but not yeah. a problem that you've done it. It's a problem the way you did it and that you didn't even give us a heads up. That's, it's like on a business level, fine. That's completely okay. But on a personal level, that's it's not a great sign of yeah. character. And it's not how I, it was not the first move I would want to make if I was starting yeah. a new business, to be honest.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I 100% agree. So sorry to hear that. But yeah, like you said, because I I wanted to ask, like, why were you shocked about it? Because I'm guessing that things like this will happen and they are already happening. But like you mentioned, it's just because it was someone that you were close to, for the lack of a better word, and you helped them uh, with their problems. And it's just, it feels like a betrayal a little bit.
0: It's more just a very it's more of a shocking thing to do, right? Like, I'm annoyed at myself for not seeing that person maybe was like that before, but Mm. I'm also happy that I didn't assume they were like that and that I'm happy to carry on helping people and being more open than maybe Mm. I should be in some cases. It just made me think about how important that kind of like trust and reputation is and just how crazily small uh, the world is, especially in like tech bootstrapping circles. And yeah, whatever advantage this person is going to get from.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Why didn't you start with the bad news and then finish with the good
0: news? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a good question. I was so excited to tell you the good news and uh, I didn't get angry as the last thing. I was like, I was just trying to give some advice. I was saying, look, this is like really, you probably don't want to do this again to anyone else, but Mm -hmm. yeah. Anyway, that was all in 2020. Let's focus on 2021.
1: Let's do that. Are we going to talk about goals? Are you willing to share any goals with me or should I start?
0: Oh, I'm going to share some goals, but why don't you go first? Because I've just been holding a a monologue for quite some time.
1: (laughs) Okay. So my first personal goal is car related, which is on brand with me. (laughs) So this year we, okay. First, let me backtrack a little bit. My husband and I have a habit of buying a car every year. My first personal goal for twenty twenty one is to buy a Porsche nine six four, which is a vintage Porsche. And then as soon as I buy it, I want to just drive it along the Italian coastline and hope nothing breaks.
0: <laughs> I think you'll manage that for sure. Yeah. yeah. Are you the one that gets the drive then? Will your husband be doing the driving or do you
1: I wanna do it because so every car that we buy, we say that it's our car. So I like secretly told him, I know that we don't categorize cars like in terms of who owns it, but the Porsche 964 is going to be my car. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to drive it along the Italian coastline. I'm going to let him drive a little bit too, but it's, yeah, it's going to be my thing.
0: He's going to be the arm candy.
1: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but so speaking of Italy and goals personal mm-hmm. goals one of the goals that I also have is there's this Italian tattooer and I want to get my first tattoo from her so I was thinking maybe like I could combine these two goals into one unique and unforgettable experience so hopefully that'll happen <laughs> um, awesome do, do yeah. you know
0: what tattoo you want yet
1: I have an idea of it. I think I know what I want, but I want to talk to her about this idea. So hopefully every good tattooer, which she is, will give you some sort of a feedback based on what you want, who you are. So hopefully she'll be able to tweak my idea a little bit and create some beautiful art. Yeah.
0: <laughs> nice.
1: So I have the, I have two other personal goals that I want to share. Another personal goal of mine is My husband and I got married in 2017 and we still haven't went to our honeymoon. I want to go to Maldives and I've been just, we've both been putting that kind of goal and honeymoon aside, but that's my go-to. We wanted to go in 2020, but again, like with COVID, we couldn't go. So 2021 Maldives, our honeymoon, hopefully is happening And then the fourth goal is to organize a road trip for our car enthusiast friends in the dolomites so we go we both personally ourselves just ourselves we go to the dolomites every year typically we go uh, a couple of times a year just drive the mountain roads there so this year we went with three of our friends and then last year we went with three of our friends and this we this year we want to make it a thing so we both we both are on the side running some sort of a brand and a vlog that we call shifted and we want to under that brand we want to organize some sort of a road trip so we can all enjoy the beautiful mountain roads of the dolomites
0: nice seems like there's going to be a lot of travel and some some decent time off this year then
1: yeah absolutely because we need to catch up because 2020 wasn't a good year for travel yep (laughs) what about your goals your personal goals
0: Yeah. I was just thinking when I get to the end of 2021, where would I like to be? Who would I like to be? And what would I like to have done that year? And uh, these, I I think, are the things that I would like. So on the personal side, something that was really bad for me in the, the second half of 2020, especially the last two or three months since I haven't been able to go to the gym, Mm -hmm. is just i've been eating like terrible i've been working crazy hours i think partly also because i've been cooped up and that makes me a bit unhappy Mm -hmm. just i'm very all or nothing so i've i've gone up a lot higher in weight and down a lot in fitness and i would like to get to where i think is probably like very healthy for me which is probably about 85 kilos Mm -hmm. so i'd like to get there by the end of the year like way before the end of the year but I'd like to still be there at the end of the year is the goal right now not not to keep like going all the way up and all the way down yeah I'd like this to be the year that I don't have a six pack in summer and like (laughs) massive love handles in winter and then Something I wanted to do that is to take up an aerobic sport, uh, something I can do even if there's a lockdown.
1: Putting that as a goal, I, I think it's good because like, if, if you have it in your head, if you, you're more enthusiastic about doing it, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, and I, I was just remembering as well how much it makes a difference, even when I'm relatively lean and going to the gym every day and lifting weights a lot. Yeah. I still notice it's not the same as when I used to go for an hour run every day. Yeah. So I do want to get some of that back as well. And I think that would just help with like my general like health and fitness and stuff because it's great with lifting weights and I love it. And I'm definitely not going to stop doing that. But at the same time, I think it's, it, it kind of masks sometimes the maybe potential health issues. Yeah,
1: I, I agree.
0: Yeah. Second thing for 2021 personal goals, I would love to go on a date. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not asking. Don't worry. But (laughs) (laughs) do you know anyone? No. So a funny thing happened. I was dating quite a lot at the beginning of 2020. And since the pandemic, then obviously not at all for the rest of the year, basically. And I've got to the point now where I'm just thinking about work all the time. and I think I should force myself to, to go on a date or two.
1: Yeah, because that that does take your mind off work. Hopefully 2021 is going to be friendlier in terms of meeting new people.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then on that theme as well. So you're noticing both of these are themes that are very important to me as someone who is going to turn 30 in 2021. Mm -hmm. The other thing I would like to do is I would like in 2021 to go out with friends on a night out or something where I don't end up back home before about 3 a.m.
1: Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good goal. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the last time I did that actually. So
0: yeah. Oh, I, so end of 2019, beginning of 2020 before the lockdown hit, I was doing that a couple of times, maybe once or twice a month at least. Mm-hmm. So I was really enjoying myself and I'm the kind of person who has to motivate myself really to go and do that kind of thing anyway. Yeah. But so, so it hasn't been too difficult not to do it in the lockdown. I would, I want to make sure I do that at least once.
1: Yeah i i support that
0: yeah and then the last thing personally is to be in a place where i can take an entire week off because i have not done that in a long time and i think i should learn how to do it because the idea of doing it scares me a lot
1: do you think that you're not able to do it or you just won't do it
0: i could totally do it now i think i don't think anything i I couldn't do it next week that's the problem is i keep allowing myself to be in positions where I I can't do that but there's no reason in March why I couldn't say okay first week of June you cannot contact me unless someone Mm -hmm. dies basically Mm -hmm. yeah so I need to to make myself do that I think
1: yeah that's something that I try to do at least once a year if not twice a year because I think that I first of all, it's needed. I don't think people realize how much they need this until they do it. And second of all, I always come back with tons of new ideas and just a fresh perspective on things. And I think I read that, I read about that first from, I think it was Jason Zook, if I remember correctly. I think that he and his wife, they went through a burnout a couple of years ago and they uh, took, I think like maybe it was even a two two week break without phones, without laptops. And I think it was like him that I first saw discussing like how we need this and how you always come back with new ideas, with fresh perspectives. And that, after I saw that I did it for the first time and it was exactly true. I hope That you're going to keep that promise to yourself and looking forward to hearing how you'll feel about it afterwards.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So onto the business stuff then.
1: Yes, let's do it. Okay. I'll start. First of all, what I want to do is or achieve is I want to consistently generate 15k a month with client work. So I'm very close. So I like reading about that now. I'm like, maybe I should set higher goals, but there's a like trick in there. So alongside of consistently generating 15k a month with client work with super media, I want to generate that revenue with 50% less work. The word of the year... Less less
0: personal work for you or just less work in total? Less
1: personal work for me. Right. Okay. Yeah. So the... I typically... When I do goal planning, I typically set a word of the year and my year is focused around that word. Everything I do is with that in mind. I said actually two words this year. First was impact. And the second really important word was delegation. I want to achieve that goal with a lot of delegation because now that I'm working with contractors, uh, there's nothing keeping me back from doing that along uh, apart from just me delegating work (laughs) and learning how to do it better. That's the first goal that I want to achieve in 2021. I also want to open the enrollment for the Science of Facebook ads twice. So first enrollment, first opening enrollment is going to be in the first half of the year. And then the second one now that I heard about you and your launch for sales for founders, I'm thinking December.
0: (laughs) Very good. Very good. I I can only fool you once. Yeah,
1: (laughs) there you go. And then I have, which I, I think I mentioned maybe at the beginning of when we started recording our podcast, I have this book called the Facebook ads manual, which kind of teaches people the basics about Facebook ads. And it's outdated and I want to rewrite it this year by rewriting it, just updating the content because a lot has changed over the years. And I want to refresh that with new images. I want to make it look better. I want the whole buying process to be a lot better than it is. So that's one of the goals as well that I have been avoiding for two years. But I think that this year it's the right t- time to do it. And then the I, I set another goal for your soul time, which is the e-commerce store. And I want your soul time to cover rent by the end of 2021. And we like, I'm living in a very nice house. So the rent is quite high, but I have actually, again, set that goal at the end of December when your soul time was like, it was doing good, but not as good as it is today. So maybe that goal should be higher, but let's just keep it like that for the time being. So yeah, those are my Four slash five big goals for 2021.
0: Nice, yeah, that's great. I think your you soul time thing, I think it can be deceptive because it took us a long time to actually make money from it. We were even when we were like more than five thousand dollars a month consistently in revenue mm-hmm. with uh, like a 50 60 percent margin on it, mm-hmm. even then. We never really made much profit for quite a while because you're always reinvesting it in other things.
1: Like yeah, in, in yeah. more
0: stock, right? Like the more you sell, the more stock you have to buy. And right. then that doesn't get sold for a while. And yeah, you have all that kind of stuff as well that you just want to reinvest in things. So yeah, yeah. It, can, it can take a while.
1: I was actually, maybe I phrased it a little bit weird. I just want our profits to be profits like we're going to reinvest back but just for for me to feel good I want that to be at least the amount of the rent that I'm paying right now and what we do right now is again like we're reinvesting back but that's my goal there
0: nice awesome
1: what about you I'm excited to hear about your goals
0: yeah, you just ran through yours so quickly. I'm thinking if I have any questions, <laughs> they were all... Do you great. have any questions? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're very concise. It seems like, I, I love the idea of the theme being delegation, right? I think everything's pretty much in there. But now it seems like super achievable. <laughs> it's, it's all so clear, right? There's, there's nothing really to ask about. Um, yeah, thank I'm sure you. <laughs> we're gonna, I'm, I'm sure we're going to dive into like how you're going to do each thing more Absolutely, in the yeah. year. But yeah, I think
1: yeah.
0: it all sounds reasonable to me.
1: Yeah, the delegation part, like that one, is definitely going to be a challenge. First of all, because I'm a control freak, uh, which I have mentioned several times. And second of all, because I'm doing this for the first time and yeah. delegating about 50% of work that I do right now is a big ask if you're coming from delegating absolutely nothing. So, yeah, I'm sure that I'm going to struggle a little bit with that. But I'm again at the the other hand i'm super excited to do it and just forcing myself to do it because i need to force myself to do it if i don't force myself i'm never going to do it because like i said i feel comfortable doing everything myself nice yeah so let let's talk about your goals sure
0: okay so ever like a a big hairy audacious goal for 2021 Mm -hmm. which i don't know if we will achieve which is spark loop i would like us to get to one million dollars in annual recurring revenue by the end of 2021
1: that's a super goal that's that's really amazing a nice what, r-
0: round of beer
1: <laughs> Why do you think that it wouldn't be achievable
0: a year is really isn't very long <laughs> that's the first thing and, and there are only two of us I think we're either going to be significantly above that, or we're going to be way lower, to be perfectly honest, Mm -hmm. within the next 18 months, Mm -hmm. is my guess, but that could be completely wrong. We don't really share our revenue numbers publicly right now, but we're not insanely far away from that. It's not laughable. (laughs) We already are in the, the six figures ARR, so there's that. But... We're definitely closer to zero ARR than we are to a million. So mm-hmm. it's it's still a pretty, pretty hairy goal to, to try mm-hmm. and achieve.
1: Yeah. I'm looking forward to just being there and watching from the sidelines <laughs> what's happening. So I, I think it, it's a good goal.
0: Thanks. Yeah. It's, you think about it and then what is it? A million dollars a year, I think is 83,000. Is it 83,333? I think it's, yeah. It's just over $80,000 a month even if we were starting at zero we would have to sell maybe between 20 and 40 really big contracts like manageable Mm -hmm. contracts Mm -hmm. to achieve that and that's probably not the way we're going to go. But if you break it down like that and say, okay, Louis, if you just close three really big contracts this month and do nothing else, then yeah. you can achieve it by the end of the year. Yeah. We may do it with 10,000 really small ones. Who knows? But it's it seems a lot more manageable when you think about it like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so my second goal business-wise is to run the Sales for Founders course twice, probably the same as you. So I have this course just opening up very soon again, and then I'll open the second time I think in the summer for me. So probably okay. like a September launch and then the, like the January launch, I think is okay. how I'm going to do things normally. Yeah, I'm excited for that. And I want to get 24 podcast episodes out for that as well. Mm-hmm. And then my final other business goal, which I keep adding in every year and never get around <laughs> to, but I'm going to put it on this year again is either I want to finally write my social proof book, which I've written and rewritten three times and no one has ever seen. Either I'm going to get that out properly and I'd like that to become like my goal there is this for me, I think is the kind of book that could be like an April Dunford style, obviously awesome bestseller yeah. kind of thing. I think I would need to work a bit on my personal profile before the launch to do that. But in terms of what's in the book compared to obviously awesome and similar books like that, like I mm-hmm. think it could, it's definitely got that kind of appeal and that kind of, oh yes, I should definitely pick this up and, and mm-hmm. go read it. It's going to help me. So yeah, either I want to do that or I started this thing where I'm helping 12 different newsletter creators in 2021 to grow their newsletters. So each month I'm working with a different Mm -hmm. newsletter creator for a couple of hours uh, each month to to work on growth, basically to fix the Mm -hmm. problems that they have with marketing and stuff to to get more subscribers. And I'm recording all of those sessions. I'm hopefully going to find someone who will edit them and, and write them as blog posts and stuff and publish them as a newsletter itself. And if that works out well, if I keep on doing that for the whole year, then I'm fine if the social proof book doesn't get mm-hmm. done.
1: Why not just do both?
0: Yes, I know. I was like, sales, <laughs> for, like Monday to Friday is spark loop. Sundays is sales for founders day, pretty much, at least most of the time with the podcast and everything, even when I'm not running the course. have to prepare for it so I do have a Saturday free and I only have to go on one date and one night out so technically yeah we can make this happen yeah
1: cool I'm excited to hear that
0: (laughs) yeah uh, those are all my goals done what's one Hmm. thing you're looking forward to this year
1: so I have three things that I'm looking forward to this year hanging out that's dangerous yeah I know after
0: 2020 (laughs) three things I think we should be happy with one
1: but i'm aiming high this okay. year i'm feeling good about it i want to hang out with more people mm-hmm. and i want to travel and i want to travel with people
0: very nice i think yeah. that's probably everyone's goal pretty much this year yep. it's uh, yep. yeah
1: yeah it's like 2020 has been bad in terms of socializing hopefully 2021 is going to be different like i said i feel good about it we're smoke cleansing in slovenia I feel it will be a very good year for us <laughs> uh, what about you
0: My goal is pretty much the same, so it's that theme of I've been focusing a lot on work, I find that very easy, I need to focus on the other stuff, what have I missed out on a lot over the last year, people, Mm -hmm. restaurants, food, stuff, things, drinks, pubs, bars, loud music. I'd settle for like a crowded train station at this point, to be perfectly honest.
1: Yeah, same here. And I hate them typically. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just some, some, I just want to get lost in a crowd is basically my goal for 2021, 20, yeah. I think. Um, yeah,
1: that's a good goal.
0: Yeah. I was thinking, I've been putting so much work into growing my hair out into a man bun. Okay. And I was thinking, I've got to get one really good picture of that before I turn 30. Yeah. And then cut it off because at 29, it's still like... Uh, Cool. And at thirty, it's like <laughs> midlife crisis.
1: When do you turn thirty? It's
0: October the eighteenth. So I've got. Oh, some time. okay. So you have yeah. a lot of time. Yeah. I mean, I- I'm nearly there. I've just got to get back into shape, get tanned, get one good photo. And then and then, then it it's 30
1: and then it's over.
0: <laughs> it's 30, I'm buying a pair of Crocs and you know, calling it a day.
1: Yeah, I just posted a photo on my Instagram, I think a couple of days ago when my husband and I were going to the post office how we are dressed yeah. and it's horrible. I'm 30, he's over 30. But when you turn 30, you just don't give a fuck anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the interesting thing as well just being back in Switzerland from London, because in London, you're, you're so on top of people all the time. So yeah. you go out in sweatpants and it's absolutely fine. But then you come back to somewhere else. And in Switzerland, now if I had to go into a city, I would be like, oh, better put some nice clothes on. <laughs> Looking forward a-
1: to, weird, to weird fashion choices by Louis after 30. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. I mean, at least you're turning up in a Porsche, so it doesn't really matter what you're wearing.
1: That is true. Maybe that should be your goal for after 30 so you won't care <laughs> either.
0: Yeah, 2021 my fashion statement is going to be the man bun. 2020 I was all about the roll neck. That yeah, was my, yeah, my yeah. big decision I made and Okay. Yeah, let's see if I can pull off the man bun better than I did the roll neck cuz that was not yeah. a good look for me.
1: Fing- fingers crossed I want to see that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's go and get those goals.
1: Yeah, let's do it. This was the sub podcast. If you have any questions for us, feel free to reach out to us on Twitter. You can find Louie at LouieNichols_ underscore and you can reach out to me, Moitsa, at Moitza Mars. Not sure how either of those are spelled out? We get that a lot. Just check our show notes for more. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to follow along and leave a review if you like our casual check-ins. Thank you for listening.